بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وصلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد my brothers and sisters somebody asked me a question they said that they were talking about some other person, friend of theirs, and they said that this person has, uh, they've had difficulties in life and so on and so on, and they are losing hope. They say that they have lost hope or losing hope. So, my question to myself and to them was that for somebody who knows Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who understands the reality of this life, how do you lose hope? How do you lose hope? Some of this I mentioned yesterday in terms of our lifespan, where it begins, where it ends and so on. In continuation with that, I remember a story that I heard. Someone actually narrated that in a poem in, in Urdu and Hindi, which is, sounds very nice also, but anyway. Story is very simple. Story is that in there was a village. In this village, there was a school running competition. So school boys and girls they were running a race. And obviously, because the children are the children of the village, the whole village has gathered. So the whole place is surrounded by the parents of the children. So the parents of the children are watching their children running. And there's this one boy who is who starts off a lot of strength, a lot of speed, he's right in the front, and suddenly he slips and falls flat on his face. So this boy, obviously, he is devastated. He's, now he's fallen flat on his face, everybody else has gone ahead. And he thinks, what's the point now? I'm, I've lost the list. But then he sees his father's face in the crowd. And he looks into his father's eyes and his father seems to be saying, Get up, get up, get up, run, 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 run. So he gets up and he runs again. Again, a lot of strength. He puts all his energy into that and he's running. And suddenly, again, he puts his foot on a stone or something and he falls again. Second time, flat on his face. Now he thinks that this is over, there's no way that I can win this race, nothing can happen, I'm done. Then again he sees his father's face and his father says, get up, get up, get up, it's now very close. The finish line is just close by, run. So he gets up and he runs again. With full energy, full force, trying to catch up with his fellow students. And he falls for a third time. This time he says, this is over. This is, there's no sense in my running. Makes no, makes no sense. End of race. But once again, the same thing. He thinks of his father's face. And the father is saying, get up. What are you doing? There? Get up. Run, run, run. So he gets up for a third time. And he runs. And of course, at the end, the one who won came first, came first. And this boy comes last, 
But when he passes the finish line, there's a huge clapping and a huge shouting by everybody, as if he is the winner. When the race is over, he comes to his father, he says, I'm sorry, I failed. The father says, no, you didn't fail. He says, you don't fail, you don't lose the race when you fall. You lose the race when you fail to get up. And you got up every time you fall, you fell. You rose every time you fell. So you are a winner. Right? I mentioned this story yesterday also, I think. The reason I'm saying it again is because this is such a beautiful illustration of life that in life we have difficulties, we have failures. We do something right, we do something wrong, some failures are because of us, some failures are because of circumstances. Some failures we feel that, oh, this is not in my control, somehow it happened, what can I do? But the point is, at the end of the day, who is the winner? What is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looking at? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking at persistence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking at the one who continues to do good as long as he can do good. The reason I say this also is because if you look at the, the world and what's in the world, the message we get from the world is that success depends on wealth, it depends on political power, it depends on military power, it depends on networks, it depends on influence, it depends on who you know, which who you are rubbing shoulders with, right? Which are the exclusive clubs that you belong to. Whereas with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is the mi'ar, what is the criterion of success. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِلَّا مَنْ أَطَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ The only successful one is the one who comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a pure heart. Nobody else. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having wealth and so on. No. But if that wealth is coming at the expense of the purity of your heart, if that influence is coming at the expense of telling lies, if the, if the networking is happening by sacrificing your deen, if the, if the exclusive clubs that you belong to means that you have to forfeit some of the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, made fard on you, then that is a very expensive bargain. That's a very expensive bargain. Then we are not getting success, we are buying failure. And you're buying failure at a very enormous cost. Success and failure, true success and failure is, be, is because of purity, is because of lack of sin, not committing sins. If you really think about it, you know, if you, I mean, I mean I, I'm a student of history, I love history. And every history book you read, right? When we talk about the rise and fall of empires, when you talk about the rise and fall of civilizations, whether it is Muslim or non-Muslim, almost I can probably say as a rule, every historian will talk about factors of wealth, factors of political power, factors of, uh, you know, maybe sometimes it is external na uh, natural disasters which happen or something. 
Continue, they will only talk about these things. They will talk about how education went and the Ottoman Empire uh, declined because uh, such and such a thing happened and the focus was not on, on modern education and so on and so forth. All of these factors. Find me one history book which says that this empire declined, whichever empire it is, this empire declined because of sins committed by the people. गुनाहों की वजह से जवाल आया कहीं लिखा है सिवाय अल्लाह किताब में एक्सेप्ट इन द बुक ऑफ अल्लाह इफ यू लुक एट द बुक ऑफ अल्लाह व्हाट डज अल्लाह सुबहान से वाज द रीजन फॉर द डिक्लाइन ऑफ द फिरौनिक एम्पायर ऑफ इजिप्ट व्हाट डज अल्लाह से वाज द रीजन फॉर द डिस्ट्रक्शन ऑफ द पीपल ऑफ आद एंड समूद एंड कब तुब right all all the aqwam which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described what is what does allah say as the reason for their decline reason for their destruction is does allah talk about uh, financial conditions and social conditions and political conditions or does allah say that they disobeyed allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, this is so clear so so clear now reason i am saying is because not because we are in any any empire i am saying that the same rule also applies to us individually so in my own life i must see how am i obeying or disobeying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala especially if i am facing any difficulties the sahaba used to do this any time there was any difficulty immediately they would look at themselves and say something is going wrong i am doing something wrong i am committing a sin or i am leaving something from from the sunnah of the prophet sallam which is why this difficulty is coming if i was not doing anything wrong then this difficulty would not have come because allah subhanahu wa taala said the difficulties come zar al fasadu fil barri wal bahri bima kasabat aydi nasi liyuziqahum ba'da alladhi amilu la'allahum yarjihun allah said that the fitna fasad the trials tribulations difficulties on the face of the earth and the sea are because of the deeds of people because of what their hands earn which is sins what we send up with our hands the ahkam of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descend from the skies so allah says then we show them this so that they get a taste of the 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 bigger punishment which is waiting for them if they do not turn around if they do not make istighfar and tawbah that is the reason why for everything if there is any difficulty no alayhi salam what did he say to the people when there are difficulties faqultu astaghfiru rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara make tawbah to your rabb jalla jalaluhu and he is the one who is forgiving right make tawbah your fields are not uh, fertile this is happening that's happening droughts we don't have rain whatever make istighfar make istighfar make tauba turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because this is because of your sins is not because of economic condition this can no, no it's because of the sins that we are doing and that is the reason why we get the masaib we get the difficulties we get the trials tribulations the calamities and that is why we have to ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today we are sitting in the middle of a calamity called covid how many discussions have you heard which says that this covid is the result of our deeds our actions uh, we said this one that one that one so on so on so on so on this vaccine that vaccine sure take a vaccine no problem i have taken the vaccine also but the vaccine will not save you what will save is tauba and istighfar of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take the vaccine because this is the asbab we have to take the asbab alhamdulillah no problem 
بٹ الانگ ود دا ویکسین ہیز ٹو کم دی ویکسین آف دا ہارٹ وی ہیو ٹو میک استغفار ان توبا ویکسینیٹ آور سیلف اگین سنس فرام سو دیٹ وی ہیو پروٹیکٹڈ فرام دیٹ آئی ریمائنڈ مائی سیلف این یو لیٹ ایس ٹرن ٹو اللہ سبحان بفور دا ٹائم کمز وین دا ڈور ول بی شٹ وینس وی سی ملک الموت خلاص دیٹس اٹ وی آسک اللہ سبحان ٹو اوپن آور ہارٹس ٹو ہدایت اوپن آور ہارٹس ٹو دی حب آف اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ اینڈ حب آف از نبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اینڈ وی آسک اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ ٹو اینیبل اس ٹو ڈو دیٹ وچ پلیز ہم اینڈ سیو اس فرام دیٹ وچ ڈز ناٹ پلیز ہم وہ صلی اللہ علیہ نبی کریم علیہ وسلم رحمۃ کا رحمۃ